Hi, everybody. Hello. There is no third hello. Yeah, if you noticed. <laughs> yes, we but don't worry. missing one. Don't worry. She's okay. <laughs> she didn't get abducted by aliens. It's funny how the more times you say don't worry, the more worried <laughs> I feel like you just feel. <laughs> yes. I just know that, you know, if Melissa wasn't on the show, my first thought would be she got abducted by aliens. Like, yeah. she's wanted. Or she's discovered Bigfoot. Now, yeah, like... Yeah, we went to her wedding. It was it was horrific. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really, didn't really know what Sasquatch was saying, but whatever. But you know as what? As long as she's happy. She seemed happy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so that's where she... No, I'm just kidding. She's a child of the forest now. No. Um, she is, she just couldn't make it this time. Everyone's schedule has gotten a little crazy. So, mm-hmm. so in lieu of that, uh, Rebecca and I have decided to do a little, um, filler episode for you guys. A little fun, um, yeah. random, uh, topic to discuss. And it's, it's not going to be my topic as, <laughs> as said the last episode. So that will just have to come at a later date. Um, so instead... We were going to tell you about some Greek mythology. Ooh. Yeah, because we both uh, have talked about it before. I don't know, yeah, like, you know, I don't know a crazy lot beyond, like, your average knowledge that you kind of learn on the street, on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my knowledge has definitely gotten fuzzy. I, I went through a huge phase as a kid. Like, I, I had about a year or two like... where I was absolutely obsessed with Greek mythology. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I have the book that got me started on it. Because mm. it, was, it was a book that was in my elementary school library. Wow. And, like, me and a friend constantly checked that book out all the time. So. I could, I could see why. I could see why you would. Mm-hmm. Because you just, at least, you know, the stories that I've read. I'll read about them, and then another character gets introduced that has a whole backstory and a whole yeah. mythology, and it all ties together in this well, it's crazy way. It's a whole pantheon, way. like, yeah. it's family tree of different gods and deities yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Totally. Um, definitely the book that I have um, is the child-friendly version, hence it was <laughs> in my school, my elementary library, but, uh, yeah, a lot less, like, fucking in it <laughs> yeah right and and whatnot and murdering and yeah. severing of heads mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it was definitely that's so funny because now i'm like when you said that i was like i don't think greek mythology is like meant for children but then i'm like i guess you can short like yeah uh change it up a little bit to get the gist of the story or the morals if there are any you that, just you leave out certain details yeah where it's like you discover later and you're just like what yeah. What the heck, like, man? And she had a child, and then it's like, you research later, and it's like, oh, with her brother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot yeah. of like that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. That's, yeah, that's true. Incest is in my story, too, so I'm going to talk about it. It's in every Greek story. <laughs> Find me one where it's not, I and it's not something equally bad. Yeah, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. There was some interesting, like, connections where I was like, hmm, well, that would make her, like, him, his, like, her uncle. And I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So many of the um, Greek gods are all just, like, related somehow. Incest, yeah. yeah. Well, if you think about it, like, you know, Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades, like, all the characters that are derived from them that mm-hmm. encounter other characters that are derived from their brothers and whatnot, and it's just like, you know, it's 
And I'm like, <laughs> like you know, your cousin's right. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So it's just, Weird. yeah, just really interesting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to, like, just share a story, a short little story, or, like, the gist of um, one of the characters that we were interested in. Uh, yeah, and we didn't talk about who was going to go first, but I don't even know what your character is. <laughs> I don't even know who you were going to talk about. Uh do you, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, I'm or. I'm totally down to go first. Okay. Yeah, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. and then I try. It's so funny. I was, you know, writing it, and I was like, okay, this isn't going to be too long, Danielle. <laughs> and then I was like, but this detail is important, and this detail is important, and all the symbolism that's connected to this is really important, and it applies to today. <laughs> and so I'm I'm talking about Medusa, um, Yay. today. Yeah, who is like. It's just one of those weird things that has, like, popped into my life at random times. Like, I'll just, like, I weirdly see it, like, all of, like, it's on, like, I've seen a tattoo hmm. that's on, like, Ellen's arm or whatever. She's oh, had, yeah, she's yeah. Got that, like, Gorgon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gorgon. I don't know if it's Medusa exactly, but, um, and I just always see, like, random times. And so it probably, I mean, it doesn't mean anything, but I just always, like, I looked into the story and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's really interesting. And me... Mm-hmm. You know, being from Western culture, I know of Medusa, which I think is true for a lot of other people. You know, you, you know who Medusa is. You know what she looks yeah. like. You know the gist of, like, you know, people who look at her turn to stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and you may know how she died. Yeah. At yeah. least vaguely. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you don't know, like, the character or why they killed her, you might yeah. know. She got her head She got her head chopped off. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. And that, like, someone outsmarted her by looking at her reflection mm-hmm. versus, like, looking Actually at her in her face. Eyes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, the, like, how she became a Gorgon um, is, like, really interesting. Some people might know it. It's actually really tragic and kind of infuriating um, as a woman. And so yeah. this, this little story might... Um, uh, I guess I could make it not political. Maybe I won't. I'll just like, I'll just touch on like. <laughs> we'll see. I know. I was like, <laughs> it's just sexist. I'm just gonna say it. But that's just. I mean, that's the culture of the time. Like Greek mythology, much of it is sexist. Yeah, so, I mean that's because the ancient Greek culture was mm-hmm. yeah. fairly sexist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Roman culture, which you know the two get compared mm-hmm. because they uh, shared. Yeah. They pretty much shared a pantheon of gods. Um, yeah. Roman yeah. culture was a little better. Mm-hmm. Roman culture had. Uh, they were technically a democracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain women, yeah. certain women, generally like the elite, uh, could I believe own property. Yeah, uh, they could I think own a business. Um, at the same time, that didn't necessarily mean they were equal. Women right. were still seen as like the lesser in a family, mm-hmm. and. Um, Certainly, these things only applied to the upper echelons of society. If you were a lower class woman, if you were a slave woman, yeah, like, none of that stuff. Right, um, only particular positions. To the point that, like, <laughs> like even though they had some of these rights, which we consider rather progressive today, like, simply being a woman was seen as so inferior that, like, <laughs> in sex, like, there was a lot of homosexuality in the uh, Roman, mm-hmm. but like to be the person like the bottom, take the bottom yeah, uh-huh. was seen as being lesser because that was the woman's role. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, even in, and this is a side note, so like, prison. Rome was better. Yeah. But, mm. 
five some baby steps really and that's that's totally carried over to because i was reading about like rape in prison in prison and like it is essentially just yeah it's like power over another person masculine feminine Mm -hmm. um contrast with the feminine always being weaker and the masculine showing you know dominance so Mm -hmm. so yeah that's definitely carried over um in in today but yeah i feel like greek well i can't say greece was like women were definitely maybe more property that can be like owned and just if who cares what the women wanted like if you wanted her then you could have her or whatever um in most situations um so so you know that was like you just read about it it's a little like oh that's hard to read Mm -hmm. um but beyond that um there's a lot of I, I I found like her story kind of ironic when you looked at some of the traits at the end. So I kind of wanted to talk about that. But yeah. um, but basically, her story starts out as she was um, born one of three sisters to um, sea deities called um, Force Forces and Seto. So yeah, they were sea deities. And Medusa, for some reason, was the only mortal of her three sisters. Mm-hmm. And some, oh, and the, the, before I get too much into this, um, there I'm going to, like, interject some things because I read contrasting statements in different areas. And obviously that just goes with anything, like, yeah. any anything this old. So I'm going to be I like, mean, yeah. I, I ran the same thing. Exactly, like, I figured. It's contradicting things or, like, Certain events happen in a slightly like exact order, and it's just because it is, it is an ancient, ancient, ancient religion, and exactly. so like mm-hmm. a lot of what you get also comes from different writers. Yeah, you know, you had so different was, philosophers, mm-hmm. the poet adding the to, yeah. yeah, adding to the mythos, and they would sometimes disagree. So totally. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. you're gonna hear me and probably you just interject like at a point where I'm like I read somewhere I read somewhere that she was one of four sisters. There are there's mythology saying that she was they were born and I also hear that her gorg her sisters were also gorgons and some people say that Medusa was the only gorgon mm-hmm. who turned into a gorgon and some people say they were born gorgons and then this story that I'm about to share is from you know and I've I heard this a lot so I think this is prominent in her mythology is that like she was not always a gorgon and she was actually um a very uh beautiful woman who was coveted by a lot of men in greece um i think that's the most widely i think so yeah that she was not she was born either a human Mm -hmm. or because she was mortal Yeah. yeah yeah so so, yeah, I, I heard this by far more than, like, the one who just said she was born with her sisters as a Gorgon. So, and a Gorgon being a monster, like, a monster, basically reflect it, reflecting a corpse, almost. Like, they describe that as, like, the bloated, a bloated face with protruding eyeballs and, like, um, a tongue that's sticking out and kind of, like, flicking, which is actually something that can happen to your body after you die. Mm-hmm. Like, things swell up. And your skin kind of atrophies in a way, so it kind of like t- like tightens maybe and whatever. But you bloat and your so, blood pools in certain areas of the body. Yep, um, yep. Usually it, it's wherever like is down, so if right. you're on your back, and it, pool in your yeah, back. Yeah, the gravity. But that means that everything else gets real, real pale because mm. your blood is actually pooling mm, at a at the lower spot. <laughs> and so, a lot of people say gorgons um, are like represent a corpse-like body. <clears throat> so. 
Anyways, but before that, she was portrayed as a very beautiful girl or woman, and um, and she was pursued by many men. But her role in Greece is that she was a temple maiden, um, some even say a priestess, in Athena's temple in Athens. And being in such a position, one requires a lot of discipline. And um, I read that, you know, Medusa was... I don't know where this was derived from, but basically they said that she was really, uh, she wanted to serve Athena, who was the god of war, who's also a daughter of Zeus. And um, she, because she was just, she thought Athena was like one of the strongest gods and everything. So <coughs> I just want to say, like, I know yeah. we're, we're probably immediately going to get a lot of comments that like uh, Ares was the god of war. Oh yeah. Uh, they were both mm. strategists. Okay. Uh, Ares, Ares was definitely like hmm. the god of, war and power and yeah. stuff and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, Athena is often known more for, like, knowledge. And mm. she's associated with war, but mm-hmm. it's almost more of a, um, a strategist. A goddess of war. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I said god, goddess. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. And I, I believe, if I remember correctly, they often, like, butted heads. Like, they're, they're two nations. Like, mm-hmm. they each resided basically over a nation were often at war. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they, they're kind of, like, two sides of the same coin. Okay. So, like, he's thanks more for, the, like, sharing. power, yeah. and she's the, like, strategist kind of side of it. The other side mm-hmm. of, of um, yeah, that's a, that's a great contrast. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, yeah, and also goddess got of, of war. <laughs> like, war knowledge. Yeah. Like yeah. That's really interesting that you say that, because I honestly forgot about Ares. Um, and, uh, it's funny because my husband's sister and her husband, they're, they have a dog named Aries and, um, and they, when they have, they want, if they had a daughter, they want to have kids later, but when they have a daughter, they want to name her Athena. (laughs) And it's just funny. I don't know if they know that. I didn't, I'm like, I didn't even, I don't know why I didn't know that until, or didn't think about that contrast until now. But, um, yeah, Aries, God of War, it's Aries is the beginning of the Zodiac, um, the zodiac calendar and also Mars. He represents the planet Mars, which is represents that those characters. Athena was. In. I'm trying to remember what planet she was. Yeah, she Mercury. No, that's Hermes. That's Hermes. Yeah, I don't remember. She might be associated with one of them. There's mo- sometimes there's multiple for for one planet. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know Pose- um, Poseidon is Neptune. Mm-hmm. Zeus is Jupiter. Um, Hermes is, is, um, Venus, is Venus? No, Venus is, yeah, thank you, thank you, because he's love, yeah, that, that wouldn't make sense. Um, yeah, and then Mars is Aries, Mercury, and then there's also, um, Jupiter, Neptune, Uranus. Who's Uranus? I don't remember that one. I don't remember. Um. I'm pretty sure Hades is Saturn? Oh, maybe, that's right, Saturn's out there, too. I don't remember that one. That'd be interesting to to tie in a story because it is. It's even like reading the story, like a st- um, constellations, like the constellation of mm-hmm. Perseus holding Medusa's head yeah. was in all of this, you know, the storytelling. So it was kind of cool to to read about that because mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I'm into that too. So, anyways, um, Medusa was a beautiful maiden for, um, and she worked in the temple for Athena, or worked, you know, she was a priestess there. Um, and so being such also required that she was celibate, uh, so she wouldn't ever be, um, her, her interests wouldn't be, um, divided between child rearing mm-hmm. and other sexual, um, passions. And so, but I want to say that yeah. rule 
very contemplative temple. Because yeah. I, I want to say, like, Aphrodite's temple, the women actually were... Allowed to... Not only allowed, but, like, encouraged as part to, of their job. Oh, wow. Yeah. To, like, and procreate. Like, and they were not considered, like, prostitutes. They were considered... They were, like, holy temple workers. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I wonder if that's, like, yeah, um, Athena and Aphrodite. I want to say that's the case. Say, I could yeah, be mistaken, sure. but... That would make... I mean, it would make sense. <laughs> that maybe Aphrodite love relation relationship, maybe... Um, so, but yes, not in Athena's temple. Yeah. None of that in Athena's <laughs> temple. <laughs> None of that. Yeah. Um, but, of, you know, of course, so so uh, Medusa respected that, but um, one day, the god um, Poseidon, the god of the sea, was peeping on Medusa and coveted her like many other men and entered Athena's temple and um, raped her. And stole her purity, in a sense, you know, if they thought as they thought of it back then. Uh, I read somewhere that he actually came in, like, the image of a bird. Like, he came, he presented himself as a bird. Which he, had, he has done in other cases to other women. Like, he will change forms to be, to match whatever it, he needs to yeah. basically Zeus manipulate. Well. Yeah, Zeus and Poseidon, exactly. Mm-hmm. They, both of them have a very... Uh, um, horrend to me, horrendous. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it is. It's also just like, what's the plan? Right. Because I can guarantee you, I've never looked at a swan and gone, yeah. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> never on, been. Baby. Yeah, no. <laughs> I have no idea too. Why are bird? I should have looked. <laughs> they're yeah. awful. Oh, they're terrifying. Yeah. Swans are. They're scary. Like, yeah, I will observe their grace from afar. Dude, I watched this swan. Side story. I watched this swan. My friend and I were kayaking on Town Lake down in Austin, and we watched this swan, like, no joke, start flying off the water chasing this boat. Like, it was like, I can't remember if it was a rowing boat, like, people who were rowing, or, like, a, like a small motorized boat, mm-hmm. but it was no, it was huge. It was, like, terrifying. I didn't want it. It would, span. it would have killed me, probably, <laughs> if, it, if it was after me, but it was luckily after Which that boat. funny, because, like, ultimately, what the fuck is a swan going to do to us? And oh, yet we're still really scared you. of them. I know. Like, with their dull bills, like. Yeah. Oh, I bet it's so fun. Just be annoying, but, like, yeah, yeah they're still, it's like, swans and geese are just assholes. Yeah. Oh, and I think I think that's what scares us. We don't me. expect something like that to suddenly yeah. be like, to suddenly uh, like square uh, up. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, no. And chase you obnoxiously with no fear. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. Anyways, but yeah, so I don't know what he was thinking with the bird. Know, it's weird. Um, it is really weird. Um, so with Medusa's um, sexual assault, Athena is royally pissed off and... <laughs> At who? <laughs> at Medusa, mm-hmm. and not at Poseidon, mm-hmm. which I, which is again unfortunately common for this too. The rape victim is mm-hmm. um, is blamed for the act, and her being, you know, in quotations, not pure anymore. In that time, um, she was no longer allowed to work in the temple, um, and Athena was so angry at Medusa that she turned her. I think she's angry, too, because it happened in the temple. In the temple, yep, yeah. in her sacred space. Yeah, yeah, all, all of it, no good. And then, uh, you know, they made the association that Athena being, a so, like, a god, a goddess of war, in a way, to be more likely to side with a man, mm. like, a more as a more manly, masculine um, kind of sense. So, so I found that was interesting. Like, she was 
she was often, like, associated with manly tasks mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever, so... She was uh, birthed from her father. She was yeah. birthed from uh, Zeus. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. She came out of his head. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Medusa, I'll, well, I'll get to that a little later, <laughs> and how that kind of maybe ties in with just weird births. Okay. So, um, so Athena transforms Medusa into a Gorgon, and it's known, it's, you know, was said to be very painful. Like, her beautiful, she was also known for her beautiful locks of hair as one of her main, um, features, and they turned into a mess of poisonous snakes, and her body essentially, like, uh, turned into, like, a Mm corpse-like figure, which is often, which is portrayed in many, many different, um, depictions in several cult, like in several cultures across that area, they'll show a Medusa-like uh, creature. But you know what? Silver lining, <laughs> free pet snakes, <laughs> right? I was like, I bet those a whole snakes... bunch of pet snakes for free. Yeah, and they probably like like you. Hopefully, they're just not sitting there biting you the whole time. Like they're just like we are one. And and we talk about like serpents being symbolic of a bunch of things. Like I don't know, I. I made a friend actively walk away from me and leave the store without me one day because we were at like Michaels or something. They have yeah. like those toys uh-huh. that are like mythical figures and stuff. One yeah. of them was Medusa or at least a Gorgon. Uh-huh. And I was just like, do you think it's only the snakes on her head that are, or just like, do you think it's all the hair on her head that snakes? Or do you think like it's all of it? And my friend just like left. She's like, bye. Yeah, she was like, She's not I'm, like, did she not like snakes? She was just over me. Oh, okay. It was me. The thought of it, though, because even, you know, the serpent coming to Eve in the Garden of Eden, um, the contrast there of being, like, uh, like the knowledge that I have Mm -hmm. is not evil, but you, but, but, but the God wants you to think that it is yeah but i am giving you Mm -hmm. what you gnosis what you should know knowing of all things and um but it was just turned in such a way that it and it was interesting because i was actually listening to something where they brought out in the bible um like i i want you to put no other gods before me and Mm -hmm. if you take it in a literal Mm -hmm. sense it's like God admitting to that there's other, so there's gods. other gods. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, hmm. <laughs> Not like in a symbolic sense of like you know, don't make money a god or yeah, something. Yeah, don't don't do something yeah. else as a god. Yeah. yeah, just an alternative perspective <laughs> on some of those things that I never thought about in that way growing up. As I also Christian. love that tale just because it's like. It's like it was a snake, but then its punishment was to lose its legs. It's like so it was a lizard. Yeah. Like, you're actually saying. <laughs> So what you're trying to tell me yeah. is that I'm it like, wasn't a okay. snake. Either scenario is funny is that it's a lizard and you forgot what a lizard was. <laughs> or that it was just a really long lizard. <laughs> Can you imagine? A really long lizard. Ooh, <laughs> it's like the that would be dog cool. of lizards. And it has like multiple like 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 um slithers between its legs and it's whoa, that's like almost like a centipede, only not as many legs. It's the weenie dog of lizards. Yeah, the weenie dog it came to Long. Eve and was like, hey, eat this apple. Uh, yeah. Would this body lie to you? Yeah. Possibly. Like, no. I don't think I would. Um, that is, it's just, it's really interesting that's a symbolism there. But no, I personally, I, I really like snakes, actually. Like snakes yeah. I've been, I actually, it's going to be my next tattoo. Um, I keep thinking, I'm like, today's going to be the day. Like, I'm just going to go get one one day. That's what's going to happen. I'm literally, well, I kind of want to plan it out, actually. Doesn't matter. 
We should at least find an artist. I, I do have an artist in mind, and it would be... Hmm, I don't know if a walk-in would be good all the time. No, I would have to plan it out. But anyways, one of these days it's going to happen. Um, anyways, so she's turned in. She's banished to a faraway island. And the other the other thing she's cursed with is um, is that she turns everyone into stone who looks upon her. Some say it's marble, actually, that she turns them into marble, mm-hmm. solid marble. Um, but I just heard that, at, like, or I read that at one spot um, in a story. And so it's interesting and ironic in a way that now men are trying to kill her. This many men are in pursuit to kill her rather as before she, they were in pursuit to like marry her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and as she's angry at her fate, she turns her rage onto the many men who sought to kill her. Um, and so she almost turns it into, shit, like, a too. fight. Yeah. Like, yeah, me too. I'd be like, yeah, like, fuck all you. Like, shit's been bad enough. Can yeah. you leave me alone? <laughs> right? Be like, fine, try and kill me, bitch. Yeah, do it. Yeah. I know that would be me, <laughs> for sure. Um, and so, yeah, and, it's, and they think about it as tragic because she's never, she never has human interaction again. And she literally is surrounded by these statues of people, but yet is not cannot interact with any mm-hmm. of them. And then, yeah, that how does that not foster anger and resentment? I don't know. Um, and not, let alone the fact that she shouldn't be there to begin with. Um, and so she, there she remains in this far, banished to this faraway island, uh, until Perseus, a demigod, uh, kills her. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. a quick story of why Perseus kills her, because at first I was like, fuck Perseus. But then I was, but, you know, reading about Perseus is he is the son of, um, Danae and, um, and Zeus, god Zeus. So... Um, the Perseus was actually on like a noble mission. Yes, he was, which I like think is really ironic too, because, um, which his, his story is, I think one of the great, it is, it's one of the, like the great tales of Greek mythology. It, yeah. Of someone who is like, maybe you know, who is worthy of like admiration, maybe in a sense. Um, and so, yeah, Perseus is on a mission to kill and gather the head of Medusa to bring back to King Polydectus, who is trying to marry his mother unwillingly. Like, she doesn't want to marry him. And Perseus, you know, being the son of Zeus, like, Zeus isn't there to raise him on Earth. And so he's, like, essentially an outcast with his mother because he doesn't have a father in the eyes of society. And so um, he's very protective of his mother, and he loves his mother. And um, they move to, um, what's it called... Sorry, I'm looking for it in my notes. <laughs> King Polydectus Serphius. That Serphus. Seraphus. Seraphus. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Seraphus is where King Polydectus rules over. And so they live there. King Polydectus wants to marry his mother, um, but you know, um, Perseus is not a fan of that. So uh, King Polydectus tries to outsmart him or tries to rid and shame Perseus. And so he requests gifts from all citizens. So one story said a horse, actually. He requested a horse. And um, Perseus could not deliver this as he didn't have any money. And so rather than be banished from the kingdom, he was like, well, let me do, let me bring you the head of Medusa. And and at this, King um, Polydectus was like, uh, hell yes, because you're going to die and that's what I want. Um, but now determined, Perseus goes on this mission to mm-hmm. kill Medusa, which he ultimately does with the help of gods. Yeah. With the help of Zeus, his father, um, her, he sends, Zeus sends Hermes down, who is the messenger god, and he gives 
Perseus um, winged sandals that Hermes is often known for, which allows him to travel very fast. Um, he eventually collects uh, the shield of Athena, the helmet that of bitch. Hades. <laughs> right? Right? He, I like, know. You did this, and now you're like, let me let me, let me help give you the shield. Like, right? Fuck off. Yep. So the shield of Athena, the the sword of Zeus, also, and the ha- the helmet of Hades. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with those tools, this all sound very familiar to. if you've watched Clash of Titans. Ooh, okay. See, I have not. I should. Mm. I know what the heck is wrong with me. Watch the old one. Don't watch the remake. Okay. Okay. Cool. Watch the older one from like I don't know, sixties. Oh, yeah, I think I know. Yeah, the new one. From I think like I know what it you're is like the about. golden age of Hollywood. Yeah, you know. Is Uma Thurman in the new one? No. Okay, I, just I didn't seeing, bother. Yeah, that's fine. It looked like a schlocky remake. <laughs> you know. Okay, I'll definitely watch, watch the old go one. Go watch the old one. It's it's kind of along the lines of like Cleopatra and like those old nice old sweeping kind of movies. Yeah. Um, it's not quite as good as those, but it yeah. still feels really epic, and it's got claymation in it. So that's fun. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> I would love to do that because I also found like a series of documentaries that I now must watch because Medusa was one of them, and it was so interesting. And they have like a whole series of different ones uh, on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna watch all these now. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so yes, um, Perseus goes to kill Medusa to save his mother. And, I have one more question. Yeah. Go for it. Yes, yes. You said that the king requested gifts of all his people, and mm-hmm. he requested like a horse. Mm-hmm. He requested a horse from every citizen in his <laughs> city. So the story I read the horse from was that he was marrying a particular man who was a horse tamer, and like so for the marriage, he was requesting that people bring horses to this wedding so that the horse tamer could collect these horses. Um, and so I don't know if it was every citizen or just the men or just like mm. the head of the family. And so only one from the like, families. I know. I'm not sure. Per household. Right. And so I don't know how wealthy they were or like what exceptions he might have given just to basically pick on Perseus. But he did it so he could be get a reason to banish Perseus. I like, just want to see goal. the aftermath <laughs> when he now has a thousand, thousand like 1500 horses and is like. Shit. Why did I I pick a horse? What do I do with these? Um, So when I read that, it was really interesting because another um, thing I watched basically was saying that some symbols that came up, that that come up again and again with Medusa is the sea, Mm -hmm. um, serpents, stone, and horses. Like those things come up multiple times and they all have like different symbolic meanings to the story. And, And horses, like apparently Poseidon, was one of the creators of horses and said was said to create a horse out of sea foam. Mm. And it was supposed mm-hmm. to be, he was supposed to be also a tamer of horses. And, um, and when Medusa kills, uh, or I'm sorry, when, when Perseus kills Medusa, she births Pegasus and who is a winged horse is who claims to be a wild winged horse. Um, and so what they say is that Medusa was pregnant from Poseidon. So they say a a Pegasus is birthed from Medusa and Poseidon. So I don't know if she was just hard, like pregnant that entire time. And when she was killed, that's when she gave birth, but it was from her blood. Like, you know, like you were saying, you know, Athena was, came from Zeus's head. It was just interesting birthing techniques. There's, there's a lot of weird, like, 
kind of thing. This thing came from this. Yeah. Right. Well, Danae apparently became impregnated impregnated by Zeus from a shower of gold that came through oh, her no. tower. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, which God. is tied to an astro an astrological um, phenomenon known as like the per- the Perseus uh, like asteroids or something like it's something you can see and it looks like a shower of gold if you if you find it in the sky and so but anyways it was was said that he came through her because she was locked in a tower by her father and zeus came and impregnated her yeah yeah again a lot of male oppression and so it's like medusa died from a man trying to prevent like his his mom being um, oppressed and mm-hmm. so it was like him fighting for femininity which is ultimately what condemned medusa and it was just like this interesting cycle of like in a way i'm you know Percy it's kind of killing... nice that she yeah medusa her death gets to free at least another woman exactly yeah. and like in a way they're like this is tragic but it was ultimately like percy has kind of saved medusa mm-hmm. from her fate um of just because ultimately she probably would just been stuck there forever right right and just be angry and resentful Mm -hmm. and and then um you know so perseus ultimately gives medusa's head back to athena who then uses it on her shield because the power stays the same like if you look at medusa's head even with it chopped off you would still turn to stone yeah because he uses that Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. and so the irony in that is that she still ends up protecting athena which is which is what her role was in the beginning yeah i know it's so it was like wow 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 (laughs) when i was like that's so crazy and um it's uh, you know king alexander actually they found a shield of his who had medusa's head on like uh, the symbol of medusa's head on it yeah it's and her um her name medusa like the etymology from it um it means like guardian or mm. or some or protector kind of esque thing. Also, like um, wisdom to associate associates wisdom, um, and so this is also interesting. And I just read this one place. I don't know if it's true, but there are no recorded instances instances of Medusa turning a woman to stone. It's all men. So well, I think it was only men who pursued her. Right. I mean, I don't know about a woman who tried, to, but um, but it was like it's uh, it translates to a lot of like feminine rage now, now kind mm-hmm. of thing, and um, which is absolutely a thing, you know, from oppression, built up oppression. Like a lot of women, you know, we're not taught to identify rage and um, and anger and express it in like a healthy way. Like obviously, there's a lot of terrible ways to yeah. harbor or to really anger. express it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's the unhealthy thing is that exactly women are not supposed to express yep. anger and rage. And so, and like mm-hmm. that is even more poisonous. Like, men are than... men are expected to express too much mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. only anger and rage. Yeah, you know? yep, and not use it like transitionally to mm-hmm. help you get what you what you want and what's best or whatever. And so. So yeah, it's uh, it's really she's a, she's very symbolic, and um, she and I think that's why maybe she keeps coming up, and she's still so prominent uh, in in cultures today. So mm-hmm. so yeah, that's the story of Medusa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gist of it. There's a lot of other details, oh, but <laughs> well, I mean, all yeah. these stories have like a hundred one bit players that exactly. have their own like exactly. story. Yeah, like I didn't really go into the um, the you know the the stars of. <clears throat> The sign of, of Perseus in the sky, constellation of Perseus, mm-hmm. and how that ties into, like, there's this one, like, Ar- it's not Argos, I forget what it's called, there's this one star, binary star, that, um, that ties into her story, which is really interesting, but yeah, yeah, 
uh, and it's like right, it's a pair, it's like right where her third eye would be, if you will, like the star in the sky, and it like wrote. Oh. It's some some people say it's. I read that it was two stars, and I also read that it was three stars. But basically, two either two stars circle around one star, or just two stars circle around each other. And one oh. is smaller, and one is larger, and so like one will eclipse the other, and so it 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 um, dims and gets brighter over the course of three days. Oh, and uh, yeah, and that ties into. How how Perseus ultimately finds where Medusa is, um, where she's like kept mm-hmm. because she needs to find, he needs to find her because anyone who whoever sees Medusa dies. So yeah, the, no the information to get, yeah, he has to find that. And so he ends up finding these three sisters, um, who know where she's at and they have one eye it's interesting it's like the fates kind of where they have one eye that they have to pass between each other and yeah. they all use it to see. It just makes me think of Hercules. And, um, I believe and that's what they cartoon. were in Hercules. Yeah, yeah, the fates. Um, I don't know if they actually share the exact role. Mm-hmm. Um, They're said to actually be birthed from the same parents as the Gorgon sister. Or like their parents. names are... Uh-huh. Oh, I should know this. I was like, I read them once. <clears throat> I don't, I didn't write, I didn't write them down. Uh, Atropos, Lachesis, and Podo. Wow. That are their names. Yep. I know that because of video games. <laughs> <laughs> Not from Hercules? Nope. I don't even know if they say if I don't they think they say names. Names Yeah, Hercules. I don't think so I think so they just either. call them, like, the fates the or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have butchered those a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but. Close to the gist of that. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, I don't remember. Uh, one of them is, like, one of them's the youngest, one's the middle, one's the oldest. And um, their roles are the youngest mm-hmm. is the, um... Again, I don't know if these are the exact same fates that share the eye. Right. See, that's the thing. There's some difference. I mean, there are differences, but yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, the fates that the fates that um measure human life. Oh, okay. Um. See, this said nothing about them measuring human life. This just said well, but that's what they eye. do in the Hercules cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, okay. They cut mm-hmm. the thread. Yep. Um. So the youngest one weaves the thread of life, mm-hmm. um, which is like a person's life force. Yeah. Uh, the middle child, uh, the middle sister measures it. So she measures the length of somebody's life oh, and then the oh. eldest, uh, cuts it. So oh. it's kind of like birth, life, death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's really cool. And I just thought of these sisters and like when I, any these sisters that share this eyeball, it's, that was tied into the star, um, somehow. And, um, but they didn't talk anything about that, but they said that the, and I can't remember, it was like the Gate Sisters or something, the Gate Sisters, but it's spelled weird. Um, and they're from the same, they're like, sis, this, I don't know how it was separated, but they're from the same parents as Medusa. So I think that's why they knew where she was. Interesting. Um, and ultimately Perseus basically steals their eye while they're, like, trying to give it to each other. And so that's how he gets the knowledge out of them. Yeah, he, he basically blackmails them. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you know, tell me where she is or I won't, you won't ever have your eye. And then that's, you can't see. And you're real so, Yeah, exactly. So anyways, that's, like, a really interesting detail. And, and they tied that into astrology. And so they think that, or astronomy, and um, they think that, you know, maybe that story, <clears throat> that was a way for them to explain this star that would get dimmer and brighter over the course mm. of three days because that's the um the ellipse the uh, what's it called well, the what the time it takes for it to get all the way around Ooh, yeah i don't i don't know it's... yeah i forget <coughs> i forget the it's on the tip of that. my tongue yeah i'll think of it anyways 
Interesting. Interesting stuff. It is interesting. Yeah. So that it's was an, it's an interesting then. story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, uh, that was, yep, I don't think that was 15 minutes, but oh well. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go as long as we go. Exactly. <laughs> yes, Yay. yes. So, that was, uh, that was very interesting, and I'm sure I will continue to dive into, like, the other random things that mm-hmm. I was like, I want to learn more about that, and that, and stuff, and, and it's, um, one other thing was, like, apparently Pegasus was supposed to be untamed, like, an untamable horse, mm-hmm. and so that was, like, Medusa's final, um, like she conquered Poseidon because Poseidon tamed horses tame. and Pegasus, Pegasus was an untamable mm-hmm. horse. So hell yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Go Pegasus. Yeah, I believe horses and the ocean are both very, like they show up a lot in mm-hmm. Greek mythology. And I think it's just because they were very important aspects to life. That society. Yeah. yeah it's that like mm-hmm. uh, Greece is pretty much an ocean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mediterranean. Yeah. Surrounded. Well, not surrounded, but. Yeah. So like a lot of, a, a lot of places mm-hmm. that live off the ocean a lot of their myth you know revolve around that in some way Mm -hmm. um and then yeah i think i think just industrious wise like horses were important totally you know yeah yeah it all makes sense so very cool cool yeah um well i decided uh i'm not going to follow a single character i'm actually Mm. going to talk about the greek creation myth Ooh. So how the world and the pantheon of gods that we know got started, got created. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. <clears throat> so I'm going to go down like, it's going to be like a couple generations of characters. Mm, okay. So once again, because there are multiple sources, mm-hmm. some events occur, a ca- certain characters will appear or maybe not appear depending on who's telling yeah. The history. Yeah. Um, this, the order that I'm going to tell comes from the writings of Hesiod, who is a Greek poet generally thought by scholars to have been active between 750 and 650 BC. Mm. Um, and so his, his version is kind of the most widely accepted version. So, in the beginning, there was chaos, often described mm-hmm. as a gaping, a gaping emptiness. Okay. Um, out of this void, it doesn't really say how, uh, came Gaia, the Earth, Tartarus, the Underworld, and Eros, love. Um, I will make a note that Eros is often also associated with, um, as being the son of Aphrodite. Hmm. And it kind of just depends, once again, it's like, it depends on who's telling it, and yeah. even, even if it's told by the same person, there might be conflicting yeah. Yeah. details. So, according to the story... Eros was birthed at the beginning of time. Other stories, he is Aphrodite's son. Some myths mm-hmm. say that Erebus and Nyx, who were night and darkness, were also born during this time, oh. um, while others really make no mention of them. Okay. So they're also kind of minor players yeah. who do give birth to other deities and known characters in Greek mythology, but... Depending on the telling, they may or may not even be mentioned here. Either way, uh, Gaia the Earth gave birth to Uranus, the sky, who then became her husband. Together, the two bore the one-eyed Cyclops, the hundred-handed... Oh, God, this fucking name. (laughs) Hecatonkeres. Oh. Yeah, it's like 20 20 letters in this name. (laughs) It makes me think of Hecates, like if Hecates is like... Mm. Mm-hmm. 
from from him. I don't know. That's <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the Hecatonkeries, uh, who is just like a hundred-handed being. Wow. Um, and the Twelve Titans. So, of the Twelve Titans, six were male and six were female. Of the female, mm-hmm. you have... Um, some of these names are hard. <laughs> Nemozni, I believe, mm-hmm. who was the goddess of memory and the mother of the Nine Muses. You have Phoebe, who was often associated with the moon as well as prophetical wisdom and was the grandmother to Apollo and Artemis. Wow. You have Rhea, who was the mother of the gods, uh, the gods that we know. Mm, Okay. You have Thea, uh, the mother to Helios, the sun, Selene, the moon, and Eos, the dawn. You had Themis, who... Is one of the ones that doesn't get mentioned a whole lot. I couldn't find if she had any children who were big mm. players in Greek mythology, mm-hmm. but she is often associated as the personification of justice. Okay. Um, huh. And you have Tethys, uh, the mother of the lesser gods of rivers and sea nymphs. Okay. So they were like, there were the gods of rivers and then you had the sea nymphs. Who okay. You generally know the sea nymphs more than you know the god rivers. Yeah. Um, but she was the mother of them. The males included uh, Chios, the husband to his sister Phoebe and grandfather to Apollo and Artemis. You had Cryus, uh, known mostly for grandfathering other deities such as Kratos, uh, Hecate, mm. uh, Nike, and the Four Winds. Mm. You had Hyperion, uh, husband to his sister Thea and father to Helios, Selene, and Eos. You had Iapetus, Iapetus who was uh, the father of Atlas, Prometheus, Epimetheus, and Menidas, uh, who are often seen as the ancestors of mankind, um, especially Atlas and Prometheus. Interesting. Um, the other two don't get talked about a lot, but Atlas is obviously the one who is punished with holding up the earth. Yeah. And Prometheus is the one who brought, like, fire and light down to humanity. Can I um, share with you, like, a side story I Absolutely. heard about Atlas? Mm-hmm. Um there was some, oh, and I don't remember what order this was in, but apparently, like, Atlas at one point looked at Medusa, and he actually turned into a mountain, and that was, like, the mountain Atlas. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Funny. I know, and I, I, yeah, I don't know anything, I, I wish I could recall, like, what, what line that was in, but I was like, I knew Atlas because they showed a picture of him holding the earth, mm-hmm. but apparently I feel like that would be weird. If he, <laughs> it's, who knows? The gods are often described both as like human as well as like physical things. Yeah, and they are described as being giants because you have to be giant to hold up the earth, as mm-hmm. well as being like man size. Like they're just they're really all encompassing kind right. of beings. Yeah. Um, you had Oceanus, mm. who was the sea, or often described as the great river that circled the earth. Because they might not have known exactly what the sea was for yeah. a while. Um, and he was also a husband to his sister Tethys and father of the gods and rivers and sea, uh, and sea nymphs. Mm. Which makes sense. Yeah. And then you had the youngest, who was Cronus. Husband to his sister Rhea and father of the gods. Mm. Now, Uranus the Sky was a shitty father. <laughs> he was a shitty husband and a shitty father. And so it starts. He mm-hmm. came to hate his own yeah. children, especially uh, Hecatonkeries and the Cyclops. Okay. And he ended up throwing them into Tartarus, which oh, Tartarus was the underworld. 
this enraged their mother Gaia, uh, who went to her remaining children, the Titans, for vengeance. All of them were too afraid of their father to do anything except for Cronus. Wow. So she gifted him with a sickle. Some say that it was made out of adamantite. Others just say it was a sickle. And okay. often his uh, images of him will show him with a sickle in hand. Okay. Uh, with um, So the two set about ambushing Uranus. Uh-huh. And with the sickle, Cronus castrated his father and threw his genitals into the sea. Uh-huh. Which, one, cool move to your brother, Oceanus. I'm sure he loved it. Um, <laughs> but two, from Uranus's spilled blood came the Furies, or female goddesses oh. of vengeance, the giants, and the tree nymphs. Wow. And from his genitals thrown into the ocean arose sea foam, and from the sea foam came the goddess Aphrodite. So once again... Weird birds. What the fuck? Just things springing up from yeah, Aphrodite blood from and sea foam. Sea foam. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's from blood of genitals. Yep. Okay. It's real good. <laughs> of a terrible father. Real great. <laughs> um, so with his father disposed, Cronus became the new king of the gods. Mm. And he took his wife or he took his sister Rhea as his wife. Do-do-do-do-do. Mm. So a lot of brother sister just well I mean they're all brothers and sisters I guess at this point yeah, yeah they're, they're all brothers and sisters at this point I mean because so, this is the creation myth there's yeah. not a whole lot of other beings even exist in existence yeah. at this point and I guess they're gods so maybe they're like uh they you know incest incest doesn't, doesn't yeah isn't yeah. the same to them I mean it, it's kind of say like, that it's kind of like the Adam and Eve thing where yeah. it's just like there was Adam and Eve and then their children. And, and then, then their children's children, 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 and it's like, well, wait, hold on, <laughs> who did their children marry? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's, yeah. it's true. That's the way it is. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um. However, Cronus was not really a better father. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. He actually eventually re-imprisoned the Cyclops and the Hecatonchires, oh which is God. fucked up. Just like you're free. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Back into the underworld with you. Wow. Um, and he even came to fear his own children. Mm. Now, whether it was through prophecy or premonition, Cronus learned that one day he would be overthrown by one of his own children. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Can I side note? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Danae, that was the, um, the do- she was the daughter of a king, the king of Argos. Um, I have his name somewhere, but I'm not, I can't find it. Um, <laughs> but Perseus's mother. Yeah, Perseus's mother, Danae. Um, her father, one day, he didn't have a male heir to the throne. And so he went to a, um, an oracle and asked hmm. if he, if her, if his daughter was ever going to give him a child. And the, um, he prophesied that if Danae has a child, that child was going to kill him. And so that's why he locked her up in a tower so she could never bear a child. And then Zeus, fucking Zeus, fucking Zeus came came like a shower, always with Zeus, a shower of gold through the through the bars. Yes. And so yeah, basically Danae's father goes up there one time because he sees lights on and all this stuff. He's like, "What is she doing?" And she How has dare a she son. Have lights on. <laughs> she has a son, and then he feared Zeus. So he didn't kill them, but he basically banished them to the sea and was like, I'll just let nature take care of them, yeah. basically. Sentenced her, his daughter to death. But they made it to this, this other city, blah, they blah, blah. carried by something, I believe. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, but then when um, Perseus brings Medusa's head back, 
Um, it so it just so happens that both uh, both kings were there. Both Danae's father, who's a king, <laughs> and the king who wanted to marry Danae because they were going to have a wedding, which is mm. why Danae's father came. And just in like time for Perseus, right? If Where he, he was like, yeah. "Oh, I thought you were dead. I thought, oh, you know, I banished you to the sea, but oh, you're still alive. And oh, now you're gonna get married. Oh, yeah. and Perseus is gonna be killed, so I'll be all right." Yeah. And then Perseus comes back with Medusa's head, yeah, well. and they both look upon it, and they both turn to stone. So yeah. Anyways, Oracle's okay. predicting that children are gonna kill or, or you know prophesize. Yeah, current theme. Exactly. So I guess be paranoid of your children. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So if you learn anything, <laughs> right? Your kids will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, and so fearing his own children. One by one, as Rhea gave birth to their children, who were Demeter, Hestia, Hera, Hades, and Poseidon, mm. Cronus oh. one by one devoured them. Gotcha. So Zeus was not in that. So Poseidon and Hades. Well. But Ze- okay, sorry, <laughs> continue, continue. Uh, seeing that her husband had become just as cruel, if not more so, than their own father, uh-huh. uh, Rhea went to their mother Gaia for help when she was about to have her next child. Mm. Um... With her mother's advice, Rhea stole away to the island of Crete and gave birth to her youngest son, Zeus. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so she did that so she could ha- she could birth him in secret. Mm. And she left him there. And she was, uh, or he was raised by Amalthea, who in some stories is said to be um, a goat who nursed the baby. Oh. And in other stories, is said to be a nymph who is the caretaker of the goat. Okay. Um, but either way, he's raised by this being, this huh. uh, character, Amalthea. Okay. Which, fun fact, is the name of uh, the human form of the last unicorn. <gasps> A.K.A. Wow. Like my favorite book. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite movies. Can I side note again about unicorns? Absolutely. <laughs> um, so the interesting thing that, another symbolic thing with the story of Medusa is that... Um, like horses and snakes are like contrasting in a way and that like they brought in unicorns and that the unicorn's blood or the unicorn's horn is an antidote to poison. Mm-hmm. Also being like a serpent is deadly, but also produces the, um, the thing that will also save, oh, also save it. Yeah. The anti-venom. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, um, but also unicorn's blood just like gives um, also everlasting life and like the horses and that. Yeah. Yeah. And so tying in unicorns. <laughs> well, there's a, there's kind of a history of comparing goats to unicorns ah. just because like in a lot of cultures, yeah. the quote unquote unicorn shows up in a lot of cultures. It's mm-hmm. not always what we, we as Westerners uh-huh. believe as unicorns because we believe them to be horse-like creatures with a yeah. horn, usually white. Yeah. Um, but in a lot of cultures, they can just be a goat. Um, well, just some kind of uh, four-legged hooved animal. So okay. in, okay. I believe, a lot of Indian cultures, yeah. it is more of a goat-like creature. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So that's not uncommon. So I think she's named Amalthea in The Last Unicorn mm. as kind of an homage to that. Okay, you know, cool. As the, the wow. magical caretaker goat. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of my favorite books. Look, you're wearing <laughs> unicorns. You can't see this, but Rebecca's wearing I unicorns wearing on her dress. I unicorns on <laughs> <laughs> So it all comes together there in this it is. moment. A little tokidoki unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> cute. Very cute. Um, but anyway, Zeus is left on the island of Crete uh-huh. uh, to be take care, taken care of by Amalthea while Rhea returns to her husband and the other Titans. 
Now, to hide what she'd done, because uh-huh. obviously everyone she knew she was pregnant, yeah. she wrapped a stone in swaddling cloth to pretend it was the baby. Mm-hmm. Without a moment's hesitation, Cronus grabs the bundle and swallows it whole, <laughs> not even realizing that he'd swallowed the stone. Oh my gosh. This bitch just ate them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a jerk. <laughs> I know. I what, mean, a, what a asshole. Yeah. Which, also, uh, I don't know if you know the artist Goya, I believe was his name. Uh-huh. Uh, he has got one of the most famous paintings of Kronos devouring his children. It's a really scary one, and it's used in, like, every horror game these days. You know, <laughs> I think I'm, I may have seen it. Also, Kronos or I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. Like, if you saw it, okay. you'd be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that one. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, real scary. Okay. He's, like, hunched over and, like, holding, yeah. like, half a child. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, real scary looking. But Goyo was a troubled man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He started, yeah, he started to, like, kind of lose his mind. Was it, was it by being an artist, kind of, that he just got too, carried away too far? Maybe it was a vehicle of imagination and i don't know i'm just filling in it's been a long time yeah since i I researched what Mm -hmm. was up with fucking goya Uh um i believe he just had like some mental illness and Mm. some of it might have also been something in the paint he was using oh okay might have been slightly um harmful over time. Toxic. Yeah. Which only exacerbated, I believe, mm. his mental illness because he had, like, a breakdown. Mm. He had, it's it's kind of tragic. Yeah. Um, but his most well-known works come from this. He had, like, a big breakdown, moved the fuck out into the country, and, like, isolated himself. Oh, I feel like that's one of the worst things you can do. And <laughs> I mean, I don't know that for sure, but... I think he had, he had, like, contact with maybe one other person or something for a while, uh. like, but he isolated himself and he kept painting. Yeah. Um, he, but what he, it was, it's weird. What he did is he didn't paint on canvas. He started painting on his walls of his home. Mm. Um, and he painted, it's like a certain number of paintings and they have a specific name. Like uh-huh. they, they've been named as a group. Yeah. And uh, Cronus Devouring His Child, I believe, is one of them. them. But yeah, he, he painted them directly on the walls of his home and they're all really like dark. And yeah. Like, there's the one of Cronus, there's, like, there's, like, a really long one uh-huh. that basically looks like, like, a Black Sabbath. There's, like, a, a demonic kind of creature kind of standing in this crowd. Like, it's, wow. it's some kind of, like, pagan tradition-looking wow. thing. Wow. And it's just, they're real dark and they're real fucked up, and it's definitely, like, it's one of those times where a lot of people can draw dark and fucked up stuff and be perfectly normal people. Right. This is one of those cases where... No. <laughs> so he was painting was some fucked up stuff because he himself was, was not in a good place. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, it's fascinating. Though. I do want to read that story. I'm sure, like, again, like, I love a cult. Like, I don't know if it, his art is a cult, like a cult. It kind of is. He yeah. he started off doing a lot of, like, um, etchings. Yeah. To things that would get, like, published and printed. Uh-huh. Um, and they were often, they were kind of, like, little morality things are just weird it was stuff like that like one of them the one that i know the best is like it's something about being like plagued by troubles and sleep or something and mm. it's like this guy like running away from like these horrible like nightmare bats chasing him wow and it's basically it's like nightmares chasing him yeah you know? but yeah oh yeah let's go that up yeah yep. i i love i don't know artist names but i love looking at a cult art like i'll just sit there and i'll just get like with the one picture after the next. I know him because um, 
a couple years ago on my Let's Play channel, I played a game uh-huh. called Layers of Fear, oh. which is all about art and paintings. Ooh. And, like, a fucking lot of um, indie horror games will yeah. use mm, spooky paintings. I remember you telling me about one that you, the paintings on that you would see in the game. I don't remember what it was. Was it Mario? No, it wasn't Mario Horror Mansion. It was a different one, mm. I think. But It might have been this yeah. one. Because you play as an artist. Oh, okay. house is filled with paintings. Mm. Um, and a lot of the paintings are real paintings. Yeah. And again, a lot of free horror, a lot of like indie horror games use these spooky paintings because one, they're spooky and they look yeah. creepy, but a lot of them are also in the public domain. Okay, so. Like okay. the picture, like the classic portrait of Medusa, mm. I believe is in the public domain, so yeah. they can just slap it into a game. And it's fine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but in this one, it's actually used really well because A, the character is an artist, he uh-huh. is a painter. Yeah. Um, but also, a lot of the paintings that they use uh, are symbolically tied to the game. Like, you find out as you play, like, he yeah. was a shitty father. Like, oh, he was a yeah. shitty husband and a shitty father. So, oh, like, he's seeing these things that. This painting represent. of Cronus devouring his child is oh. like, oh. That's very symbolic to what is happening in this game. Yeah. It's also a game about, like, he's kind of in a waking nightmare. So mm. uh, the classic painting of, like, the imp, like, sitting on a sleeping woman mm. yep, is yep, used. Because yep. it's like, wow. wow. It's like he's having, like, a night terror. say, like, sleep paralysis. That's mm-hmm. used as sleep paralysis. Yeah. Um, but I did an analysis of the painting in those games. Yeah. Uh, so that's actually why I know of Goya. Because uh, they I analyzed. showed up in there. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Cool. It's all tied to video games. No, I'm just kidding. That's where most of my knowledge comes from. Hey, man. Well, you have a, I feel like you have a vast array of knowledge, so good job. Um, so, so where was I? You were you were at the point of he swallowed a stone. Cronus ate a fucking rock. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, Cronus ate the stone. Mm-hmm. Rhea didn't have any more children, and things were... Peaceful for yeah. a time, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, you're living with a tyrant. And walking on eggshells, I guess, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Um, in time, mm-hmm. Zeus reached maturity and returned to his home, disguising himself as a cupbearer to Cronus. Interesting. Mm-hmm. A cupbearer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did this, one, so he could sneak back in, but two, so he could mix a poison <laughs> into okay. Cronus's drink. This poison was not meant to kill him. It actually uh, made him very ill and caused him to vomit. And so he vomited up the stone and his children that he had swallowed in reverse order of when he swallowed uh, them. Okay. Um, and they were fine. Like, uh, first of all, I guess they're okay. gods. But also, it's like, yeah. it's often implied, I guess he just ate them whole. I yeah. Know. Yeah. So they've been just chilling in there. <laughs> um, full grown now, each I guess. Other. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fearing for his life, Cronus rally, uh, rallied his siblings mm-hmm. and fought a war against his now-grown children, the gods. Mm-hmm. Um, the war raged, I want to say, like, one, one source said the war raged for, like, a century. Wow. Um, the ti- or not the Titans, the gods turned to their mother Gaia for help, and she, and she like, she advised them, go fucking free the, the other, yeah, yeah, you're locked up. Uh-huh. Those guys. Yeah, right? (laughs) Uh, So Zeus went and he released, once again, the Uh Cyclops and the Hecatonkeries, Mm -hmm. who are the ones who gifted him with lightning. Oh. They gifted him with lightning. They gifted Poseidon with his trident, and they gifted Hades with 
like a helmet that could oh. make him invisible or something like that. That's what he gave to Perseus mm-hmm. to wear because um, Medusa's two sisters went to go get Perseus after they killed Medusa, yeah. and but he wore Hades' helmet, mm-hmm. and so they couldn't find him. Yeah, these wow. were these were the gifts wow. from the other two, I guess. Titans, yeah, I guess. Uh, they're not really considered uh, yeah. like the Titans, mm-hmm. but yeah, the the Cyclops and the Hecatonchires wow. gifted these tools to the gods. Oh my god! So with their help, the gods were able to overthrow the Titans, and they threw all of them into Tartarus, uh-huh. save for some sources said that um, I believe Phoebe, mm-hmm. who was the goddess kind of associated with the moon and, and the knowledge. Yeah. And, yeah. That she actually didn't, some sources said that she philosophy. didn't participate. Okay. So she didn't get tossed into Tartarus. Oh, and then wow. um, Atlas was also not tossed into Tartarus because he was punished with holding up the world. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Yep. Wow. And so from then on out, the gods mm-hmm. as we know them ruled and certain ones were added later. Like Aphrodite fucking showed her ass up eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and nice of you to show up. Yeah. Finally. No, I'm just kidding. But it's interesting because once again, uh-huh. Zeus at one point became frightened of his own children mm-hmm. because he also heard a prophecy that the, heck, the child of his first wife, Metis. Yeah. I forget exactly who and what Metis, Metis. was. Interesting. Medusa, Metis. I wonder what how their names might correspond. Maybe M-E-T-I-S. Oh, okay, M-E-T-I-S. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um okay. he like he heard some kind of prophecy that her child would potentially overthrow him. Mm-hmm. So he turned her into like a fly and ate her. Oh my god. Uh but she was already pregnant. Yeah. And so one day Zeus had a splitting headache. And he called one of the other gods, I believe, um, Hephaestus, the god of the, um, the forge. Okay. The god of the forge, uh, to help him. And so Hephaestus split open his skull and out came Athena. Oh my god! So Athena's often, again, she's often associated with, like, uh, wisdom because Mm, she came came from from the mind, essentially. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Um, and didn't after Zeus, you know, after they killed um Cronus, right? Not Kronos. 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 C-R-O-N-U-S. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. I was seeing Kronos and I was like, is he the god of time too? Because isn't Kronos the god of time? So. Or like uh, associated with time. I don't no. know how. I don't know if that's Greek or not. But um, didn't they, didn't Poseidon and Hades and Zeus fight over who was going to be uh, like, the he- how did they decide who was going to rule over what? I can't remember. There's like a story behind that and like how Hades got the underworld. I don't know. I think Poseidon they decided got the sea. I think they just decided it. Yeah. Like I think Zeus kind of became Right. I mean like, that made fault. sense. Yeah, that he was like um, the head of it. I feel like maybe that's the story. Maybe not though. Yeah. But um that was always interesting. Hercules plays up, like the Disney Hercules plays up. Yeah. And, like they have this rivalry. This rivalry and yeah. there there's animosity and it's like it wasn't actually like that. Yeah. Like I also, like, one of the stories Hades I Hades was actually a surprisingly chill god. <laughs> like, he was probably yeah. the most chill of all these fucking Dang, assholes. Dang, man. You know, like, Hades. the most notable thing he oh. did, aside from ruling the underworld, uh-huh. obviously, is uh, he abducted his wife. Yeah. But... Persephone. Even, Persephone. Persephone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even in those stories, like, one, Persephone was really smart, and she... Didn't some of them say that she wanted? She eventually, like... Want, like or came to her position kind of because like to yeah. stay in the underworld like if you ate food of the underworld you would be trapped there mm. 
but she was smart enough that she only ate like a couple pomegranate seeds. Mm. Just enough that, you know, she split half her time in the underworld and half the time above ground, oh. which is why we have the seasons. Oh. She's the goddess of spring, so when she goes to the underworld, that's why we have winter. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like... Pomegranate. Interesting. A lot of the stories, like, the way that they're told and the way that they're implied is that it's like, it wasn't like an... There, it wasn't like a shitty marriage. Like, they were actually... That's partner. Was she was right. really intelligent. Like, uh, yeah, and th- that's where I've heard like, of the her one who was the I most forgot. upset about that was actually Persephone's mother. Yeah, you know, because she was stolen or took her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I heard about Persephone in um, as like a metaphor for like the call, like the call back into yourself. Like, mm-hmm. into your underworld to face your shadows and to face your fears mm-hmm. and to, like, embrace that in a way that kind of, like, Persephone did. Um, I've also read, like, um, people analyzing the story because, you know, we hear that and we're like, oh, how horrible. He abducted a woman. Yeah. And some people are like, yeah, you got to understand the culture back then is that, mm-hmm. like, it's yeah, it's kind of shitty because women were viewed more as property. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, it's almost a metaphor of, like a woman having to grow up and be taken to her husband's home. Yeah. And that it's like in their context at the time, Mm -hmm. that was not the horrible, like it didn't have the same kind of horrible implications or connotations. Yeah. The things that come to mind when we, when we think of that situation, Mm -hmm. I mean, still, you know, a woman should choose. It it can be a metaphor of like how as a woman, you have to be intelligent and you have to like accept your place, but Mm -hmm. also, how to make it, you how can to be, embrace You can still be smart. And empower yourself, yeah. maybe. Because she was role. smart enough that yeah. she's like, well, she kind yeah. of like agreed to eat. Yeah. You know, the, pom- the pomegranate. But she also knew like she missed home. Yeah. So she like, she figured out a way to split her time there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hades was wow. actually like one of the most chill gods. Well, yeah. Poseidon sounds like, like a dick. He really only fucked with people when they fucked with him. Fucked with him first. Yeah. Like people who tried to get out of going to the underworld and oh, things like that. Yeah, like, cheat, cheat death and yeah. liar, cheat their fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm kind of like torn because Poseidon, you know, rules Neptune, which is the planet of Pisces, and I am a Pisces, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be a Pisces anymore. No, just kidding. It's like, oh, I'm going to be yeah, a dick. Medusa. They yeah. were all assholes. Uh, like, yeah. Like every yeah. single one of them mm-hmm. was an asshole. Yeah, which is like interesting that one time you did say, whereas it's just more realistic than like the other portrayals of god as being an all-knowing all righteous kind of yeah. do no wrong perfect being that, like, like yeah it's like in western society we have the true. one god and yeah. he's said to be like all-knowing and all-powerful and all-holy and benevolent righteous and, and benevolent fairly, and yeah. like if god's mad it's because you did something mm-hmm. whereas like in greek mythology the gods are just assholes. Gods are people in yeah, a way. They are capricious and fickle and frankly, Petty, yeah. in a chaotic world, that makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. to and be like, like, why did this bad thing happen? Because the gods suck. That's why. Yeah. Because <laughs> they suck and we can't control that. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. So interesting. And yeah, um, there was a story I read saying that Athena and Poseidon were rivals too mm. and so poseidon as a way to get back to the like gods are get much at, i know right like they just hated each yeah. other yeah um to get back at athena was like Aphrodite another hated her own husband like, <laughs> man we're awful yeah just awful to each other gosh 
we should um we should like do this as like a ongoing uh sideshow thing yeah filler thing where we just tell another story of greek mythology yeah yeah we could title together mythology and then like yeah we could totally go into other ones right yeah because egyptian mythology egyptian too yeah that would be fascinating Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yep and uh also like ancient india like um asian Mm -hmm. and india has a lot of uh, I forget the name the Hindu of it. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Hinduism in particular being like the oldest, you know, religion or whatever. Yeah. So, yes, <sighs> that was really interesting and fun. That was good. Yay! Okay, so so a bit of news. Yeah, thanks for joining us on that conversation. <laughs> um, with you know, as as we said earlier, Melissa, if you haven't noticed that, even though we said it, Melissa was not here. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> if it hasn't sunk in. Yeah, so Melissa, Melissa couldn't here. make it tonight. Um, along along with that, I think all of our schedules are getting kind of crazy. Rebecca is leaving for Japan in a little bit. I believe by the time this airs, I will be close to leaving Japan. Yeah, coming so, back here. Yeah. So. So a really fun long trip, um, and holidays are coming up and whatnot. So holidays are all crazy for us because yeah. work where we work, mm-hmm. it's real crazy. Yeah, yeah, it does get busier and stuff. We, so we technically work in retail. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. got those sales, mm-hmm. and people sales. buying presents and whatnot. So we we're gonna go on like a a break, a vacation, we're going a on a vacation. holiday hiatus. Yes, yeah. So we can enjoy what we have of the holidays. <laughs> Yeah. Without being stressed out of our minds. Right, right. Trying to fit everything in and, mm-hmm. and research and whatnot. So um, so this is going to be the last episode mm-hmm. um, for... Of the year. Yeah, of the year. Of the year. And mm-hmm. we will be back um, probably pretty shortly in the new year. Hopefully sometime in January. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If things go completely pear-shaped, maybe <laughs> February. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No promises. Um, and I mean, I guess, yeah, just stay tuned for my parent or my, my, my psychic game show <laughs> so <laughs> that we excited. talked about because I'm sure that'll be the next thing I do at least if I, well, I say that, do you know how many times I said I was going to keep doing something and I get very interested in another thing and I, that's what I want to talk about. That's fair. So exactly. So can't promise regardless, maybe I'll share the stories because there were some really interesting ones for sure. Not to oh, like leave exciting. you, leave you, you wanting know, more. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that's to come, mm-hmm. and until then, talk to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, we did get a five-star review. I don't know. <laughs> it was from Anna. <laughs> I can see that. So yeah, sweet. I know. Thanks, Anna. Thanks, Aww. Anna. Shout out to Anna. We love you. Yeah, we know who you are, cutie pie. <laughs> we know oh, who you are. Cutie, cutie pie. That, wow, that just sounded weird. Cutie cupcake. That's something her username, her username <laughs> is like that. It was very sweet. Though. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We appreciate it. And so the more five-star reviews, the better. Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, we, we would love to hear from you regardless. We're on Facebook, mm-hmm. which I, you know, we need, to, we need to post something, actually. And um, yeah, we're on, I know. <laughs> we're on iTunes, Feel free to share your weird spooky stories. Yeah. If you know something about Greek mythology or who we talked about, share your little facts. Mm-hmm. If you know something different or um, contradicting or whatever, share that. That would be I'd love to talk about it. Um, um, yeah, so Facebook, website, uh, liminalspacepodcast.squarespace.com. I almost said Gmail, but that's our Gmail. That would you be can our email Gmail. us there, too. So, <laughs> yeah, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, mm-hmm. um, all those places you can check us out. Yeah. Yeah. And in the meantime, have 
Some happy holidays. Yes. Some happy haunted holidays. Yes, that's right. Because it isn't even <laughs> Halloween for us yet, which is so funny. Halloween's coming up, though. Halloween anyway. is the start of the holiday yeah. season. Let's be yes, honest. Yes, yes. That's really why we're taking a break is because we're just going to have celebrate the best Halloween. Halloween. Yes. <laughs> of course, it's fitting. So. so, yeah. So, thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. And we will see you in the new year. Yes. <gasps> Woo. Woo. Okay. Vote. Vote in the election, people. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> will this air in time? <laughs> it will. And I think it's the 6th or the 7th. And it's, so this will... Oh, it's man. This might air on the 7th. Okay. You better have voted. I hope you voted. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>